Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Tuesday, the 30th of July, 2019, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica. And I first want to say that I apologize for the delay in having my podcast up. Um, as things will have it astrologically, and we all get these eclipses, I definitely felt the eclipses, and I got sick. <laughs> so I've been sick these last four days, and it's been really hard to um, imagine sitting in front of a computer and doing a podcast. So I appreciate your understanding for the delay, and we shall move forward with our podcast. So today is the 30th, and the moon is in Cancer, and we are changing uh, signs as far as uh, the new moon tomorrow. We are having our new moon in Leo. That's why I mentioned the moon is in Cancer now, because the moon is going to go void tonight, 11.33 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to have that big new moon tomorrow in Leo, which is going to end the eclipse period. So as we are uh, leaving this whole month and these eclipses behind, there are some things that are going to be spoken to us from the heavens um, on a variety of levels. The first thing is that since it's the new moon, it's a new experience, it's new energy, it's a time to do a ritual, it's a time to uh, reach out and do something brand new or start a project, it's very good for that. We are currently in the dark of the moon um, because we are in the sign of cancer with the moon, but also because the new moon hasn't happened yet. So tomorrow the moon goes into Leo and at 9.18 a.m. Eastern Time. So we have all these hours while the moon is in Leo before it becomes new. So it's 9.18 a.m. And then it goes to 11.12 p.m. when the moon turns new. And so all those hours, we're still in the dark of the moon. So that's how these things work. So when I tell you to start something new, it's really after the moon becomes new. So 11, 12 Eastern time on, on the East Coast, and maybe it's, okay, so it's going to be a few hours earlier on the West Coast and, you know, in other regions, obviously, different times, you still, you'll have lots of time to start something new on, on the 31st. <laughs> um, but something is happening that is kicking out the eclipse period, and also Mercury is going direct. So in the Eastern time zone, both of these things happened very late tomorrow. So Mercury doesn't go to direct till 11.58 p.m. Eastern time. So tomorrow is pretty much shot <laughs> as far as Mercury retrograde is concerned. It's, it's still retrograde, so don't get excited. <laughs> so yes, it goes direct technically on the 31st, but it's two minutes before midnight. So wake up on Thursday and have a brand new day. <laughs> and what's going on is that and this is, this is all very important um, because things are getting triggered. So the new moon is with Venus. Yay. The goddess. The goddess entered Leo on the 27th on Saturday 
And this is a very good thing. Venus gets to be flirtatious and, and cat-like and kitten-like and be all um, fiery. And she gets to join with the new moon. So if you want to start something creative or financially successful or appropriate, that's good. That's really good for this new moon. And it's really good to embrace the Venus part of this because it's, it's a blessing. Remember, we're, you know, the new moon signifies the end of the eclipse period, but it's also new and with Venus. So it's, we're, we're getting a blessing from the goddess and she's bestowing her grace upon us and saying, congratulations, darling, you've made it through the eclipse month, even if you came out of it a little bit bruised. Um, but that's a good thing. You know, it's good to initiate a new thing, a new project, a new creative thing, a new financial thing or anything um, while we've got Venus in our, in our light. And so this that's a beautiful thing. And so it's uh, make a wish, at the very least, make a wish for yourself. Make a wish for a loved one. Send loved ones uh, your caring wishes. Um, do something important that makes you feel good something that feels like you're taking a step forward in your life. This ain't any old new moon. It's Leo. It's with Venus. It ends the eclipse period. So this is just like not a floating by, oh, okay. This is a very powerful, lovely new moon. And so we want to embrace it and use it for positive energy. Leo is generally a positive sign. It's not dark and brooding. It's it's light and excited and fiery and yes they you know they do have their darker qualities every sign does but it's not that we're looking at we're looking at you know the sun and leo is ruled by the sun and the life force and we are looking to take our life force back now after the eclipses probably have sapped them out of our energy field so take take back your life force talk to the goddess embrace her invite her in Invite her into your home and, you know, take back your life force and, and embrace the sun. And if the sun is shining where you are, you know, in these next couple days, that's a good time to, this is the time to honor the sun. And, you know, Leo is, we only get a month with the sun in Leo and it's already been over a week. So we can really look to the sun to replenish our energy to refresh our minds to refresh our spirit to uh and to help us connect with the venus principle so any time after the new moon for several days like usually we like to say three days it's a good time to do a ritual for the new moon um if you're going to stay up late and have the new moon happen and then of course you can't see the new moon but have that new moon happen and then be uh, ambitious enough to do a ritual, well then, bless your heart. <laughs> um, however, at Mercury goes direct 45 minutes later or so, which is actually pretty interesting. So this is, they're connected. So they're right near each other. You know, they're right talking to each other as far as like time zone goes, as time goes, 45 minutes, not a long time, new moon, Mercury direct. And Mercury has been a big part of this eclipse period. And, and now that it's ending, you know, Mercury is at 24 degrees of Cancer. And this is where the eclipse happened. The second eclipse happened. So you need to pay attention 
to the messages you get. And this is the nice thing about this is that it's not the south node part of the eclipse. It's the north node part of the lunar eclipse that we had two weeks ago. So this is the results of your hard work, the messages that you still need to hear about what you're doing. So look for an epiphany, look for a, a sign, look for something that's going to give you life and light and information because Mercury going direct is uh, important at that point. It's going to reflect back to the eclipse. It's going to point its finger at the eclipse and say, here's what else you need to know about this. And here's what else you need to hear about that eclipse period. And here's one more piece of information. And you know, it's important to connect with that piece of information and honor it and embrace it, whatever whatever it's telling you. Um, hopefully it will be a good piece of information. It's not the south node. So I found that the second eclipse was a little, mm, you know, it was complicated and a little hard. And I think that if we had anything to learn or change or feel the need to uh, regenerate in our life, we learned about it at the South Node eclipse two weeks ago. And we were told to like take back our power somewhere. So that's an important note because hopefully this will say, hey, you're doing a good job of taking back your power. And we're, we're moving in the new direction now we and it's important to consider tomorrow the beginning of the new direction so clear it out wipe it out wake up on thursday morning and just be happy that it's a new day and it's a, a breath of fresh air i think we're going to really feel a lot lift in these next few days I sure hope so. I have people telling me that they, they've had it. <laughs> they've really had it with this Mercury, trying to do, negotiate things, trying to do deals, trying to do business, conduct business, and Mercury has just been a stickler. And as it's slowing down now, and it's slowing down to a crawl, it's hanging out at that 24-degree spot, that 2358 spot, and... Today, the moon is a bit in Cancer, and, you know, it hit all the spots, the moon. So it hit the opposition to Saturn. It hit the North Node. It hit the opposition to Pluto. And now, in the next couple of hours, it's going to hit that Mercury. And the thing is, it was in opposition, so it opposed Saturn. It opposed Pluto. So this is the moon's revisit to the, <clears throat> the moon's revisit to the whole Capricorn Cancer shenanigans. And um, remember, the eclipse was in Capricorn, the, the, the south node at the south node. And the north node part of the eclipse is where the sun was. So the moon was, at, was in Capricorn. Now the moon's in Cancer. Now the moon's like greeting the part where the sun was. So Mercury, it, it, first the moon is going to go to the spot where the eclipse the north node into the eclipses and talk to that's that famous point now we call these famous points where the sun had met the moon during the eclipse and then we are getting the moon to mercury and i think that that's all part of the the package deal here i think these next 
24 hours are all about like releasing that, letting go, like getting your aha moment, seeing the message and saying, oh, okay, I get it now. I can go on my merry way and feel good on Thursday. So that's, that's what we're hoping for. Um, in the meantime, uh, there is a lot of other activity. Venus is, as we know, in Leo. And when she lines up with the sun and the moon, they are also connecting with the planet Uranus. So there's been a lot of Uranian activity floating in the air because now they're not all exactly on top of one another. So, you know, the sun and the moon will be tomorrow, but yesterday the sun squared Uranus. So we're in this, we're in this little bit of an interesting place because the sun squared Uranus was their information yesterday. It's like, okay, yes, this first piece of information. And then tomorrow, um, the moon is going to square Uranus, of course, because the two of them to are coming together and they're squaring Uranus. <laughs> and Uranus is an early Taurus. And so the sun and the moon are going to be in Leo and they've been, now they're talking to Uranus and they're saying things like, oh, hey, where can I innovate? How do I, how do I get creative here? How do I, all right, what do I need to do? I'm being forced to innovate and come up with some ideas. And think about where you're being forced to innovate and think about where you like are getting pushed to innovate and that you have to try your hand at innovation and coming up with something that's going to be particularly special. Um, in the meantime, uh, Venus is going to, you know, greet the sun and the moon and then go on her way and then she'll square Uranus on Friday. So this is interesting. So on Monday we had the sun squaring Uranus and then in the middle of the week it's the moon because they're together and then Venus. So each part of this new moon is greeting Uranus one planet at a time. And so I think of that as a story. That's a story. So the first part of the story was Monday. The second part of the story is tomorrow. The third part of the story is Friday. What is Uranus? Uranus is about where we are breaking the barrier, where we are unconventional, where we are revolutionaries, where we feel that we need to break through walls and limitations. So where Saturn may put up the limitation, Uranus goes, I don't think so, because Uranus is the rebel. Uranus is the revolutionary, the anarchist. Uranus doesn't want to obey the rules. So you may have been in this uh, end of eclipse period thinking about what you've learned or what, you, what you're fed up with or what you've had it with or what you're done with, because remember, we're still dealing with Saturn at the south node, and you're done, and Uranus is going to help you say, hey, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm really done with this and I've got a better idea than this. And, and then there's the old, I can't go on with it like this. <laughs> and Uranus awakens us to where things need to really be revolutionized, <laughs> where we need to have an upheaval or maybe before the upheaval occurs in our face, maybe where we say, Oh, I got to do a renovation of some things here. So maybe, uh, a life force renovation, a health renovation, you know, the sun is in Leo. We're honoring the sun. It's all about that, that life force. Where is your life force energy right now? If it's low like mine is right now, then you're going to say, I need some Uranian energy to like shake things up and, and get out of the old pattern and get out of the old, out of the old way. So Uranus kicks aside anything that we might be gripping onto. It's just get some new ideas. Don't keep relying on the old. Get some new ideas.
refresh your life, do something different. And so when the sun and the moon meet, it's a new moon and it squares Uranus, there's lots of newness there. There's, oh, okay, great. This is a good idea. I know what I need to do. And so look for that. Use that. Take some time in your life in these next couple of days and say, where can I really apply this energy? Where can I open the door to something brand new, brand new and innovative? And where have I not been flexing the innovative muscle? And that's what's really important to be flexing this week is to that innovative muscle. Because if we don't do that, we don't get, life gets dull. We get stale. And what, what, here's a really good idea. What are you not doing and nobody else is doing that you could be doing? So if you're trying to do something with your work, for example, what is nobody else doing? Because Uranus hates repeating what everybody else is doing. And if you can find a way to advance your life, your work, your relationships, whatever, by trying a new tactic or doing something that's not been done before or doing something unpredictable, then you're using Uranus's energy properly because Uranus doesn't, Uranus wants to come out and say, hey, try this. And it's like, wow, I never thought of that. That's what you're looking for this week. And when Venus squares Uranus very early in the morning, like, 6 a.m. New York time on Friday, you know, we're looking at revolutionizing our friendships, relationships, money relationships, our relationship to money, our experience of money and how we make money. That's part of it. But also our relationships. What about our relationships? Do they, do they need something to get tossed out? Do they need something to get refreshed? Do we need to take a different tactic? All of those things are very Uranian. So it's important to pay attention to that. And that is, that is really where, where the energy is taking us this week. So, you know, we're moving a little out of the Saturn-Pluto realm this week, thankfully. And we're looking, we've got to pay attention to the other planets. And we've got to, this week we've got to pay attention to Uranus. And Uranus is talking to us. So, you know, we can get stuck in that, you know, trying to work out these things that we've been working out all month with the eclipse, eclipses. And I have to say that it's, I'm happy to see Uranian energy pop up in this last week of July into the first week of August, because we all need a refresh. It's like, oh, not more of the same stuff. This is different. This is fixed sign energy. We're in fixed sign realms now because we're dealing with Leo and Uranus is in Taurus. We've been dealing with cardinal um, which is initiating, and that's that's good. Of course, that's good to initiate, but we need we need a little bit of different energy this week. Um, <clears throat> and Uranus is just the planet to give that to us. So, we proceed with um, a little bit of excitement with Uranian energy, and I hope it gets exciting for everybody out there. And it's positively exciting, not negatively exciting. So. Um, and Uranus loves detachment too. So if you're too attached to something, know that that's not going to make you feel good right now. Be just, just after, after this month, I think a lot of us are just ready to like, you know, detach and let go and release and not care so much. So that's, that's a good thing. And we're, we're entering the month of August. And as we enter this month of August, we are, uh, really, 
looking to a bunch of different transits happening this month in August, aside from everything starting to go into Virgo, um, <clears throat> you know, Mercury's starting the month turning around. But in a couple weeks, we're going to have Jupiter change direction to direct. Jupiter will go direct and Uranus will go retrograde. And they're happening basically at the same time. But we'll get into that later in the month. Um, so we have that to look forward to. In the meantime, we have the moon in Cancer today. It will go void at 11.33 p.m. Eastern Time. It will go into Leo tomorrow morning at 9.18 a.m. That's Eastern Time. So between 11.30 tonight, 9.30 tomorrow morning, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Then it'll be in Leo <clears throat> Thursday all day, and then at 4.48 p.m. Eastern Time, it goes void. So it's void, like around 5. That's perfect. Leave the day behind. Go home, do something different. <laughs> and Friday, it'll be void the rest of the day, and then into Friday morning, so it's kind of long, 9.20 a.m., it goes into Virgo. And so with the, the moon going into Virgo, there's practical matters to be taken care of, and... There's uh, <clears throat> there's the moon in Virgo the, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then pretty much is okay on Sunday because it leaves, it goes void uh, about 12.30 a.m. on Sunday, so what Eastern time. So if you live on the East Coast, you know you're going to get sleep and then wake up Sunday morning and the moon's going to be in Libra which it goes into at 9.30 a.m. on the 4th. So here is August already. It's August. And this is, you know, we don't have to think about anything heavy duty. We don't have things provoking Saturn-Pluto that are going to blow up like, like eclipses. We don't have any other um, big, you know, we can kind of get back to life again. But after eclipses occur, there's always something that's changed and it's not the same. So hopefully we've all had revelations and we've been able to release things and not, in, not keep doing the same old patterns over and over. So hopefully we've all, because I think these were pretty big energies that we had in July and now we can move forward and be a little more positive. Um, about direction because things are more clear, you know, and Mercury will help with that clarity as it goes direct. Um, as we move into the month of August, there are definitely now there's that those occultations I've talked about the Saturn Pluto from the moon are going to continue. They continue this month, next month, they'll be they'll be around. So they're not going anywhere. So we're still working with that energy. And <clears throat> The happy thing is, is that the sun is in a fire sign. The sun likes to be in fire. Jupiter's in fire sign. Jupiter likes to be in its own sign in fire. We've got Mars in fire now. So we're really, we're really approaching Venus is in fire. We've got lots of fire. There's lots of ambition. And this is a month to really start getting things done. Like start, get the creative juices flowing, move on your favorite projects, um, socialize. My goodness. If there's anything that Leo loves to do is socialize. So get out and see people and don't, don't brood at home. Get out, do social things, have fun. We've got 
right now, four planets in fire. <laughs> that's, that's a good amount of fire. Once Mercury finishes its journey through uh, Cancer, which will be on the 12th. The 12th is a big day this month. Um, August 12th is a big day. Once it moves into Leo, we've got one, two, three, we're going to have five planets in fire. So, wowie, this is exciting. Get psyched, get ready, get ambitious, have fun, and use your energy to do, this is, you know, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and it's summer, it's beach weather. So, Leo is about having fun, going to the beach, doing those things. So, enjoy this Leo time. And Leo is deeply creative. So, embrace that part of yourself everyone is creative in some way and we're being asked at this new moon to generate our creativity that is what the new moon is asking us to do because it's with venus and so this is so important so important as we start this new cycle as we start this new month to embrace the creativity because then once everything goes into Virgo we have practical use for it and we start to see real tangible earthbound results for it from it and so it's important to, to get the creative juices flowing and then later in the month when things do go into Virgo we feel like we've gotten things accomplished and that will make us very happy so on that note I wish you a lovely week again I'm sorry for my uh, illness delay and I hope all of you are feeling well and enjoying your week and enjoy this new moon. Light a candle, do a ritual, go out and do a dance <laughs> and explore your own creativity and, and uh, embrace Venus. Thanks for listening. I'm Deb McBride. You can have a session with me if you contact me, Deb at DebMcBride.com. I have a YouTube channel, Deb McBride Astrology. My podcast is here on Podbean on my website and also on iTunes and my Instagram and Twitter are at Deb Astrology. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>